Hello, friends. We're going to be diving right into the podcast episode today. But before we do, I just want to explain what's going on. We are definitely in the middle of this series exploring different forms of energy healing. I don't typically listen to the podcast episodes after they're recorded, but Spirit said to take a special look at last week's episode. I kind of felt like I was bouncing around talking about too many different things when it came to Angel Reiki. So what I did today was pull on a student who has been through the Angel Reiki course and really has a unique perspective as somebody who wasn't sure if she could do this work. I started working with her, as you'll hear in November of 2019 and have been working with her in one-on-one sessions and different courses that she has taken. And not only was she able to learn, but her message today to you is that no matter what form of healing you are called to, if your egoic mind is getting in the way saying that you can't do this, that you're not worthy of doing this, or whatever lies your egoic mind is feeding you, it's not right. It's not correct. It's not truth. The truth is that for some people, it does take a bit more practice. It is true that for some people, they just need a little bit more time with it. But it's also true that anybody who sticks with this work not only can learn, but can be incredibly successful at whatever they set their mind to. So I really encourage you to listen to today's episode and to just really believe in yourself and the direction that your heart is being pulled. It's being pulled that way because spirit, your angels, God, your higher self, they are doing the pulling from the other side. Okay, we're going to dive in. Just wanted to let you know a quick reminder. The How to Hold a High Vibration e-course is starting September 7th and it goes through September 27th. And if you sign up before September 1st, you'll be in a week ahead where we've got some bonus content. You can meet different people. You can get all set up, all ready to begin the actual work, which starts September 7th. If you'd like to get registered for that, go over to my website. All of the details are in the show notes, but it's the angel medium, theangelmedium.com. Okay, now let's see what messages Spirit has for you today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we have on Kristen Bly. Kristen is somebody that I have worked with since November of last year in one-on-one sessions. You have done all the courses that I have (laughs) offered, the Angel Reiki School, and Kristen, I I wanted to have you on today because you have such a unique perspective and I want to dive deep into that perspective, which I think everybody's going to find fascinating. So welcome to the show. Thank you, Julie. I'm happy to be here. And for those of you, I feel like we have people on all over the country, but I'm feeling called all over the world, really. But I'm feeling called to tell people that you're in the Midwest too. You're in Missouri. And just so that I think people like to connect with people locally too. So if there's anybody in the St. Louis area, (laughs) that's where Kristen's at. The unique perspective that Kristen has is 
She came into my life in November when you started doing the angel communication e-course where you just learn for yourself how to connect with your angels and hear more from them. And I remember you emailing me and saying, Julie, I'm trying the automatic writing, but I'm not getting it. And we worked together a little bit in some one-on-one sessions, but the message was just keep going, just keep going. Talk to me about where you were at when you started and, and what was going on when you were trying automatic writing, but it just wasn't flowing. Well, I can give you a little bit about what brought me to you, if that helps, because that might help people understand a little bit more. But, you know, I've had experiences uh, my entire life. So I have experiences that I remember from probably, I had a visit from a guardian angel when I was probably six or seven years old. And, you know, I'm 49 now and I remember it like it was yesterday. So there were a lot of things that happened in my childhood. You know, I had an imaginary friend you know, these things that people just kind of dismiss that never really left my mind. And, you know, as we go through childhood and adolescence and early adulthood, we tend to tuck those experiences away, but they were always in the back of my mind. And I've always had kind of a a knowing, if that makes sense, and a sensitivity to people's energy. And, but I was busy, right? I was raising young children. I didn't really have time, frankly, to explore it. And then last year, actually, like in around July, I don't know what happened, but it just, it came to the point where I couldn't stop the thoughts. Like, you need to, you need to pursue this. You need to at least find out what's going on because, you know, I was feeling it. It was getting stronger and stronger. And by that, you mean not your egoic mind. You mean your intuition was growing. You're yes. hearing it more and more. I was feeling it. It was more, it, you know, kind of a knowing. And I didn't understand it, but I knew that it was different. And so I decided to have a reading here. And that medium told me that I would be doing a lot of work over the next year. And I was like, well, what does that mean exactly? And she was like, well, you'll be doing like courses and things. And I was like, this woman has lost her mind. You know, I am not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Thank you very much. And I went on my way. But then once again, as spirit always does, it was in the back of my mind and I found your podcast and scheduled a reading with you. And you basically said the exact same thing. So it brought me to the angel communications e-course, which is so great for any level. And I hesitate to say level, but wherever you are in your journey, it is so helpful. I was reluctant, but signed up. So I was probably a difficult student because my ego was really in in full swing. And I think that I just really wanted answers and I wanted them right away. And so in talking to you when I was struggling, I was struggling because I was pushing, you know, and, and that's just where I was. I was a little afraid and just needed to do the work. I think the lesson there is that I think many times we expect that just because we did that one meditation that, you know, everything's going to come through so easily. And for me, at least, I really had a lot of work to do. And you kept coming through. And I know you probably won't remember this, but 
our first two, I, I've had a few readings with you, but a few <laughs> sessions, but um, in the first two, you talked to me about writing and I was like, I do not know what she's talking about, but you know, okay. And then you kept encouraging me to do automatic writing and I was just resisting it. Well, all of the messages come through to me in writing, mm-hmm. but you know, I really had to do the work and it took a lot of time. So that's, you know, you just, you encouraged me to do that. And through the, through that course, I just learned so much more about the angels that we have around us and our archangels and everyone that is working with us. And it was just very helpful. So I'm wondering though, because there's so many people now that I'm working with and there's so many people that come in and they say, but I can't do this. I, everybody else can do this, but I can't do this. It's our egoic mind. And we know that now, and I know you know that now because you've evolved through this spiritual awakening journey. But for those who are at that point who are like, okay, other people can connect with their angels and other people can talk to their angels about what their names are and other people can connect to their intuition, but I'm not going to be able to do it. What were the thoughts that were going through your head at the time? That I wasn't worthy Mm. of the messages that, and I, you know, really was like, this is going to, this is not normal around the people that I'm around are never going to buy any of this. I'm a soccer mom in the middle of the suburbs. I really had a lot of self-talk about that, that I don't fit the mold of the person that receives messages. And why would I be the person to do this? And so, you know, I had not been open. I'm actually not open about it still (laughs) until today. But, you know, that was really the talk that I was in my head. My ego was really just telling me that I don't know who you think you are, that you could do this. And why don't you just go back to the comfortable life that you live with your kids and, you know, drive your SUV and go on about your business, you know? <laughs> so obviously when you think like that, it's, you're not going to have success. But there usually is a voice, right? that tells you to continue going. And you pushed me. I mean, you're an amazing teacher. And you didn't push me in a, you encouraged me to continue. And slowly, you release some of that ego, you know, and, and slowly, you op- I opened myself up. And as you are able to do that, you get some confirmations and you get some validations. And then you recognize that really, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, though, because a teacher can encourage and encourage the person to do the work and to keep going and to keep practicing, but you actually acted on it and you you kept doing it. And there's some people, I always tell all the students in the Angel Ricky School, the only difference between somebody who is ultra successful within this industry, if you want to call it that, or within spirituality or or within bringing through messages is just the fact that they decided to keep going and not quit. Well, I can tell you that when I finally gave, when I go back and look at my automatic writing, when you were encouraging me to do that, the only message I got for quite a while was keep going, keep going. And I did have that feeling that I knew that this was something I was supposed to do, even though all the voices in my head were telling me not to. I just, I just felt like that's what I was supposed to do. It was that inner knowing. And, 
And I also learned to not compare myself to other people's experiences and know that this journey is my own. And once I came to that conclusion also, that this is not everyone's journey is the same and it may take me a little bit longer and I may have more work to do, but that's okay. And, and not to get so caught up in the results, but more the work. And, you know, if you're doing this work, let's not forget that you are benefiting yourself so much. If you never choose to work with clients, the way that I feel personally and the, the benefits it's brought to my family, just because of how I behave, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a growth, it's a personal growth process too to be able to communicate with your spirit team and journal and just release anxiety or stress or anything like that is just very helpful. Yeah. So go into that deeper, like some examples, how has it shifted your life around you? I'm certainly much more open-minded and I am certainly more patient. I am definitely, I would definitely be, I'm a results person and a pusher. And if there's one thing that I have changed is that if something is going down a path and it takes a hard right, where I would normally be like, oh, no, 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 we were going this way. Now I'm like, okay, we took a hard right for a reason. Let's just let it happen, you know? And (laughs) I can see my family members looking at me like, did you just say that? You know, like this is different. And just to relax a lot more and trust because I know that when I do surrender that and I do listen, it works out the way it's supposed to. And I think a lot of people are dealing with anxiety and it has certainly helped in that regard for me because you release a lot of control when you're going through this process and you learn that you, you really can't control much. The only person you can control is yourself and the moment that you're in. And so that has been extremely helpful for me. Extremely. Yeah. It's a process. It's 100%. 100%. But I think that that's where we're always student and teacher at the same time, right? There are always ahead of us. There are always people we can learn from. And there are always people that we can, I don't want to use the words teach to, are, you know, people who don't have the knowledge that we have yet. So speaking of that, you and I communicate, you know, more often, we just clicked right away and just so resonate with one another. But I'll call you when new things come in from spirit because I love your intuitive insight on it. One of the conversations that we had recently, and I don't have this figured out 100%, but I think people need to hear it because I think there needs to be a greater conversation and more people at the table about what are the new words. But we had this conversation about the words are wrong. Yes. We're using so many words. Like, what are the words that are wrong? I don't even like light versus heavy because what I'm talking about here is when I I called Christian and I was like, oh my goodness, get this. This is what spirit's bringing through. (laughs) The words hold vibration Mm -hmm. and those vibration connect with our thoughts. So when a word that we use 
makes us think of something that is associated with other images within our mind, we can automatically categorize it into bad, good. I do want it. I don't want it. So when we were talking about spiritual bypassing over the last few months, we were talking about the ways in which spirituality hasn't gotten things right. Mm -hmm. One of the things that is still wrong that still needs to be changed is the words. We talk about the white light of God. Why do we call it white? Why are we making God white? Talk about light versus heaviness. There are different words. Like I've started using the word dense and I've started Mm -hmm. for heavy in place of heavy. And I've started using the word radiant or radiate instead of the word light. Because when you think radiate, you see the beams of sun traveling. You see them extending out. And that's the image that I want people to have. Instead of an association between maybe physical weight. Yes. And and I see that too when it comes to color. Because anytime I talk to a person who knows color and color is their spiritual gift... They're never talking about light as there is only white. Yeah. They are talking about all of the colors. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I completely agree with you. Even something, not to go in a whole other direction, but, you know, part of the egoic mind that keeps people from maybe wanting to do this is maybe the word psychic. Certainly Mm -hmm. it's something that people don't resonate with. Or, you know, there, there are just many words that are out there that, We just need to change what this is. We need to change how people see because the fact of the matter is anyone can do this and they just need to feel comfortable with it. And the words do have to change um, in order for people to feel more open to it, more accepting of the help. And yeah, you are 100% on track with that, that the words do need to change. In a session, in a Reiki session, you don't want to say that the energy feels heavy right? because that feels negative. And it's not, it's just, and I often say that. It's uh, that there's just some work to be done there. Yeah, that's all. That's That's all it is. It's not a scary thing. It's not a negative thing. And we have to change the way that we communicate that. You know, I would, that's exactly what I would say. I'd say, oh, you know what? There's just a little bit of work to do here. And here's what I would suggest. And you just try to keep it because that is what it is. It's not heavy. It's, it's just, it's a different way of communicating those things. Exactly. And that's where people who don't have the right intentions as healers have really taken advantage of that, where I don't know if you're starting to see this, but I get this a lot because I'm right next to the city in Chicago where people will come through all the time and say, oh my God, I went to this healer and she said, I'm blocked in this area. They said, there's all this heaviness in my heart chakra. And if I just give them $5,000, they'll clear it for me. (laughs) Well, that's their ego. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The the healer is probably needs to work on their ego a little bit. (laughs) Oh yeah. A lot of it, a lot of it. And that's what I'm saying. It's completely wrong. It's completely false. But if the words were to change and instead of blockage, instead of heaviness, we were to say, we just need to do a little bit of work on this area. You'd think 
oh, I'm not going to go to somebody who's just going to clear it in one 55 minute session. We're going to spend some time on this. You know, it's we're going to give like some attention to this. We're going to make space to really heal this. You know, it's interesting that you say that because that was one of the biggest things that I felt when I was doing, when I've been doing my sessions, that we all have work to do. And that is so very important for people to understand that when you come through these sessions, the expectations need to be that we're going to point out areas for growth and for you to work on. And that is part of the journey is to do the actual work and not to point out negative things by any means, but just to bring out that, you know, you have an opportunity for growth here and that's how we can help you. Yeah. I had a session with a woman. I think it was last week or the week before I had a couple of these, but she was 79 years old. Wow. And she came in and her mom was the first one there. And instead of being delighted and happy and wanting to talk, you know, about all these beautiful memories, mom came in and said, I'm so sorry. She showed me how she had really the entire relationship, their entire lives that she had blocked really her relationship with her daughter. Block isn't the right word. We just said that she Mm -hmm. had like held this resistance up and actually had been mean to her daughter throughout their lives together because her husband treated her daughter a different way than he treated her. Maybe showed more love to the daughter than he showed her. And so she came through with this message. And what the messages do is it shifts the vibrational frequency within the body and it shifts the thoughts that are ingrained within our minds. And so this woman sobbed and sobbed on the phone and she got off of the phone and she wrote me this long, long email and she said, I have needed to hear those words my entire life. Yes. And I I want us to change the vocabulary so that people feel more open to coming for this kind of healing before they're 80. Thank goodness she did. But there's so much to offer people that I hope that people are more open to it. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's what I'm hoping that Angel Reiki, the concept of this in a different light changes within people because there is nothing negative. And if something negative is coming from somebody and they're saying it, it's Angel Reiki, it's not. It's simply about healing and it is just positive messages. Okay, Kristen, are you ready for this? We got to take it a little bit deeper. Oh boy. Um, (laughs) And I feel like some of the audience is going to feel like a little challenged by this, but I'm going to encourage everybody listening that if you feel resistance to this message in your heart, that you look a little bit deeper. And I'm going to preface it with the only name that we have ever received from God in her himself, God is both male and female, is that the name is I am. And I am is simply beingness. It's consciousness. It's existence. It's here. 
And Eckhart Tolle does not use the word God very often. He uses I am. He uses different things. And I I have had a hard time up until now swallowing this pill because to me, this energy has always been God. Mm-hmm. But for other people, let's say people who went through and were molested at church or, and this happens, it's happened so much. They don't have a positive association with the word God. And just because, and I'm not saying that we have to change the name of God. What I'm saying is that we have to have an openness to people who want to use the terms spirit, source, universe, I am, all that is. These different terms, they're all related. They're all meaning the same thing. It's the vibration of everything, everywhere, the oneness of of all that is. And I hope those are, who are listening are feeling that just this very high vibration right now because you could just feel it light up the energy of everyone everywhere just listening to this because it needs to happen. People can't see me, but I'm smiling because I feel like you're in my head. But I can say that I agree with you 100%. And it's been part of my journey and part of what I think I'm supposed to help people with in the future. Um, there are certainly names that I feel closer to. I'm, I resonate more with universe or source or energy than I do with God or Jesus or anything. And I went on a little journey where I kind of gave up on, on faith and religion for a while and had nothing to do with it because of the labels and the names and the way I was triggered. Now I do, I hate to say triggered, but the, what the reaction that those particular names gave me, you know, and I, I came back around obviously and had my, I call it my reawakening since I felt like this since I was little, but that really, it doesn't matter what we call it as long as we feel good with it. Because I know, like, I know, like, I know, like you say all the time that it is the same thing. It makes me emotional because It is, you guys, it is the same energy, the same source, the same feelings that you get. It all comes from the same place. And it's so important that we accept what other people call it and we not judge what other people call it. That we, when somebody says God, that you recognize that it is universe for you. And that's okay because it's all the same. And I, I feel very strongly about that. And it is deep and it is uncomfortable for people. It challenges people. It challenges what they've been raised to believe, but nobody's telling them that they have to stop that. It's just more of a acceptance. Well, I think it's uncomfortable because it goes one step deeper. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) I need to Um, hang up. No, I love you, Kristen. Okay. So a guest on the show last week, I think it was Samantha. She was talking about eat, pray, love. And I was like, Mm. spirit was just calling me, watch that movie, watch that movie. So I went back to it and I watched that movie. And 
it's the most powerful movie because this is not a movie about divorce. This is a movie about spiritual awakening. And I remember watching it the first time when it very first came out. And I think I was a newlywed around that time or in love. And I was like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And I think I watched it, but I didn't get the right point because I wasn't open to it. It's 100% spiritual awakening. And she gets to this point in the movie where she said, God dwells within me as me. And this is really powerful. So let me just say it again. God dwells within me as me. And she says in it, and this was the most powerful, like one of the most powerful lines. There's a lot of powerful lines in there. She goes to something to the effect of, God doesn't want some perfect spiritual person parading around as perfect, pretending. God wants to be here experiencing what you experience. And before you turn the podcast off, just think about that. Yes. You are the same vibration as God. You're, we talk about it as you are a droplet within the whole ocean that is God. But what I tell people in sessions is that that one droplet is still the same vibrational frequency as the whole as God. And if it's the same vibrational frequency, it's just a piece. That statement makes so much sense. God dwells within me as me. We're all parts of the ocean and God is here living this experience as us. Yes. I think that that droplet in the ocean, the first time I heard you say that, I was like, I've never heard it explained better than that. It just, it brings it all together. It just makes you realize that we are all one. We are all the same. And as soon as people can wrap their heads around that, and it's hard, it's hard. We're programmed to think something else. Many of us are. And, um, but once we can wrap our heads around that, a whole other world opens up and you just feel free. You feel free. Well, really and what do. I've been learning too, because I've been taking this course, I believe that as teachers, we always need to be learning from other people to continue our own evolutionary journey. And I've been taking this course on dismantling my whiteness, dismantling my privilege. And as I've been going through it, that's with Weez. You can find her podcast according to Weez. But as I've been going through it, one of the bigger things that has really come out is that there is a system that works that has these bigger ideological thoughts. Think about the way that we grew up, Kristen, where you would look at a magazine cover and some, and I'm not describing this nearly half as well as Weez does, but if you just think about the bigger thought processes that we have, we have them to categorize things into good and into bad. And if you were to take that example of the magazine cover, if you were in the 1990s or early 2000s, you'd look at a magazine cover. And if the person wasn't a rail stick thin, Mm -hmm. you would think, okay, that's the other category. That's not the good category. That's how we were. And it's not truth. It's not the way that it is. That's just the way that our thinking was structured, overarching, big view. So the system 
was created in this way because the more and more and more it can make us think that we are in conflict with ourselves, the more it wins. Yes. So think about the weight loss industry. The more I can be triggered back into, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. I need them. Mm -hmm. I need the pill. I need the next weight loss thing. I need to do this. I need to do that. Whereas if we just get rid of all of that bleep. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. There's just high vibration. There's just our soul's frequency. There just is the fact that we are worthy because we are. Yes. Part of the whole. Yes. And really each the. To, to take it back to an individual, the, at least the way I see it, and Julie, you're, the, you're my teacher, but you can tell me, it can start with just each individual making some changes, right? That, that's really, it's a big, big, big issue that can become overwhelming, but each person listening can change something within their life, and that small change affects a lot of people, and that's the work that we can do, right? It doesn't have to be a big, you don't have to reach tons of people. You make changes within yourself, then you will change the world because you will change other people. Can I tell you something? So I, I used to work at Easter Seals in Villa Park doing their marketing and fundraising, some fundraising. And there was a woman from the feeding department who would make her own mixtures of essential oils. And she was absolutely amazing. And you could tell whenever she came into the room because this beautiful aroma of patchouli and clove and sandalwood, those were like the three that she would mix together. That right there opened my crown. Yes. Something within me where I just felt in a higher vibration just from that aroma. And I really believe that that actually triggered something that helped on my path. The second thing that really brought it full circle was high vibration. So learning how to get into a high vibration, learning how to hold that space, because when you are in that space, that is presence, that is the now, that is God, that is I am, that is the vibration frequency of your soul and the thought process of your soul, your intuition. You couldn't harm somebody from that perspective. You couldn't hurt yourself. You couldn't think negatively about yourself from that perspective. So when you do know how to hold that, it starts to shift everything. It really does. And that's funny that you say that because recently, you know, as the day goes on, it's hard to stay there. Right. And I've been getting the messages in my head, literally, Kristen, you need to journal. And I'll be like, okay. And I'll sit down and journal for like five minutes and my vibration goes back up or just, you know, sit and breathe for a few minutes. And they've been, I've been reminded repeatedly through the day to just take them, take a beat and get yourself back up there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. But one person can make like that one person made a little, she did a little thing and it affected you so profoundly and look at where you are, you know, that's what everybody can just make a little change. Yeah. Kristen, 
if there is a person out there who is still feeling their egoic mind energy, or if, you know, spirit saying they're going to feel their egoic mind energy in the future saying, but I can't, what would you tell them? That they can, that they need to give themselves some grace. And the number one thing I think we all need to do is just surrender and trust. And I always say, trust the universe, but trust God, trust whatever the word is for you. And, and I'm kind of blunt sometimes, but just get out of your own way. Yeah. Get out of your own way. You will feel so much better. Just let it happen. Oh, I love you, Kristen. I love you too. Thank you, Julie. Oh, thank you for taking time to be here on the show. Of course, um, it's my pleasure. I know. I know your website isn't out yet, but um, no. you have an Instagram where people can follow you. It is. It's private right now, but I'm just at Kristen Bly, and people Perfect. can connect with me there. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Kristen, for being here. And thank you so much to everybody for listening today. Thank you, Julie. Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five-star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in, deep breath out. Friends, as I walk you through this, I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool. Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you.
Friends, next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere. They're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them. Welcome them. Take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. Friends, as we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy of course is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. Now, friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure white radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger, 
God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close and as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not. What I want you to do is say this prayer with me. My friends, this energy work does not have to take a lot of time. You're going to hear me say, use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers, your intention shifts the energy within your body. So you can say it, but please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with a snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year. Daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. 
for all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves. God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels and help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security. Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, we ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy, and we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes to help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together. Gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you. Your spirit team loves you. I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals, and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.